we're going to have a really interesting discussion. This, um, it's going to sound strange off the hop, but it's exciting and it's, uh, it's really interesting. So let's, without further ado, get right into it. Joining us is Suzanne Samard, who is a professor and leader of the Mother Earth Tree Project, Department of Forest and Conservation Science at the University of British Columbia. Suzanne, thanks so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. This is a really interesting story, and we'll get into the whole Hollywood aspect in just a second. But first of all, um, the way the story was pitched to me is the UBC researcher who found how trees talk to each other. Now, that's putting a bit of a, a spin on it, but basically you found out that trees are connected and do, in a way, communicate, right? Yeah, they are. They they do. Um, they communicate in many ways, actually, but um, they communicate through the air, which isn't really my area of research. What I study, though, is how they communicate below ground. Um, they have the symbiotic relationships with fungi. They're called mycorrhizal fungi, which literally means fungus root. Okay. And these fungi, these mycelium, grow through the soil and connect trees together. And so when you say they communicate... What do they do? Are they, it's not like they're talking back and forth, but I mean, what is the situation? Well, in various ways. So the first thing I studied, which was, you know, whether or not these trees are moving resources around. So they need light, they need water, they need nutrients. And with light, they convert that to chemical energy through photosynthesis. And some of that photosynthate, it turns out from our studies, actually moves from the photosynthetic tree or the the big tree yeah. to the smaller trees around it, as well as nitrogen and water moves through these net, these networks. So you've got the big trees that are basically feeding it, for lack of a better word, the smaller trees. Yeah, they are. Well, they are. They're basically kind of subsidizing their need for <laughs> all these resources and. The little seedlings, actually, that, you know, basically shed their seeds from these old trees, which I called mother trees, um, fall to the forest floor, germinate right into this big, vast network that the old trees are supporting, and then they are able to take up the nutrients from that big web, as well as get these subsidies from these old mother trees. Um, now, you wrote a book called Finding the Mother Tree. Just tell us about the book. It's sort of, it's your own story, right? It is. It's a memoir, and it's, it really it traces my understanding of forests from the from a ch- from childhood because I grew up in the inland rainforest of British Columbia mm-hmm. uh, in the Monashee Mountains, and my grandfather, my great grandfather, my father were all horse loggers, and so that's what I grew up knowing. Um, and then I actually became a forester um, and witnessed, you know, this completely different way of of forestry, which was clear-cutting and planting, and uh, and that got me on to asking the questions of, what are we doing to these forests? You know, we're, it seems like we were disconnecting them uh, in order to grow plantations, and it turns out that is what we're doing. Now, the, the really exciting part of this story here, uh, I mean, it's all exciting, but this, this is really, really cool. Hollywood started to pay attention to your book, got really, really interested, and now you're making what sounds like a really big, major film production out of this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we wrote uh, kind of a, a treatment of yeah. of the book, thinking that they might be interested. Uh, and William Morris Entertainment shopped it around, and there was a lot of interest. Um, and yeah, Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal got together, and they they said they'd like to make this feature film. So they're yeah, they're very enthusiastic, and 
uh, ready to, as far as I understand, hit the ground running as soon as possible. It's pretty amazing, and it's a dream come true, I think, for a lot of people, a lot of writers. I mean, this is sort of getting the Hollywood treatment is is uh, the ultimate goal. How did it work? Like you say, you got it to the uh, to the agency, they shopped it around. Then what was the process? Were you involved? Were you hands-on? Yeah, I interviewed um, about six different uh, production companies, including the actresses <laughs> um, and actors, and uh, that, which is brand new for me. I mean, <laughs> a scientist doing that is kind of weird, and I was like, yeah, I was thrilled. Um, but then, so the, then there was a bidding process, and and so we, you know, and it was difficult to choose. Um, but William Morris Entertainment and my agent and myself. We got together and said, I, "This is the best choice, um, given you know, given the I don't know." Amy Adams just brings a great deal of I don't know. I call it sensitivity, but she's she's a, she's got a dramatic voice. Um, mm-hmm. She she portrayed a scientist extremely well in the movie Arrival, yep. and I liked how she did that. She brought that quiet, calm, um, you know, cert, sort of inquisitiveness, and you know, and. and I don't know. She portrayed how science is done. I thought in a really effective way. Like it, it's not straightforward. It's no. It's, it's a people-driven thing. So I like that. So what does it look like going forward? Now have you signed it off, and uh, Jake and Amy have taken over, and you're sort of cut out. Are you going to be involved in sort of the production of it going forward as well? Yeah. No. I'm a, I'm going to be an executive producer, and um, there will be a screenplay written. Um, so they're in the process of of selecting a screenwriter and a director and uh i'll have some say in the screenplay and then i can have it i can have as much input as i want basically that's what they've (laughs) told me i can be on the set if i want you know i'm uh in i think that you know there could even be some of my family members that are in the movie i don't know we've talked about it that's exciting yeah. <laughs> Just fantastic. Um, okay, now explain to me, I mean, the book is fascinating, but as you said, it's very scientific. I'm just wondering, what is the story that will be told on the big screen? What is the story of finding the mother tree that we'll all be flocking to the theaters to see? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know exactly, but I'm sure that they'll, you know, it, I watched Hillbilly Elegy, which is, uh, Amy Adams was in that, and I thought that they did a really good job of covering the story and so i'm hopeful that they'll cover the story although they could pick pick aspects of it um you know so i told this story as a memoir my life as it unfolded with the science that i did um but what i'm hopeful for is that that amy adams will bring to the screen the state of our forests in canada you know the, the sort of like what we're doing with them you know cutting our last bits of old growth um and then how we can you know, better protect them, better look after them. Um, and so I think that that will bring, you know, a great, much greater awareness of the crucial nature of forests, keeping them healthy, especially as, as climate changes. So that's that's what I'm hoping um, will the public will see, along with this incredible story that um, <laughs> I think tells the story of, every, you know, a lot of Canadians and, and where we, you know, we, we earn our living from the forest, from the oceans, and, um, and, and, and so it's everybody's story in a way. Yeah, and, and, and we should point out, you're not talking about stopping the forestry industry. You're just saying there's a better way of doing it compared to the way we have been doing it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, we're still logging. There's only 3% of, old, of iconic old-growth forests left in British Columbia. We're logging it. That's what the Fort Ferry Creek protests are for, yeah. and that's and I stand with them. But, um, but there are better ways to do forestry, right? We just 
basically what we do is clear cut and plant and our forests are so diverse and resilient we get to do all kinds of things you know selective cutting is a really good option in the diverse forests and they regenerate really quickly so i'd like to see a movement away from you know clear cutting old growth forests to focusing more on our second growth forests and doing more partial cutting leaving the legacies behind like the mother trees that will help the next generation right. of forests recover it's very, very cool, very exciting. What's the timeline? Any idea? I mean, is it something, like you said, they want to hit the ground running, so if they said, hey, look for this in theaters in a year, two years, three years, five years? Yeah, I, th- I think um, I think they'll be filming next summer. So okay. right now they're in the process of finding the director and the screenwriter. Um, and so I-, I think that will get written over the coming fall. And then I'm hoping, at least from our n- initial discussions, is that they'll be actually shooting film next summer. And so it will probably get to the theaters, I would assume, the next summer, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, <laughs> not being in this business myself. Yeah, it's a whole new world. <laughs> how exciting and how cool. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Suzanne. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for interviewing me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That is uh, Suzanne Samard, who is a professor and leader of the Mother Earth Tree Project uh, at the Department of Forest and Conservation Science at the University of British Columbia, author of Finding the Mother Tree, uh, this story that caught the attention of Hollywood. And as she said... Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal have uh, jumped on board, and they're going to produce this film. Amy Adams is going to star in it. Uh, I imagine it will all be shot in British Columbia. Of course, that's where the story takes place, and uh, they love shooting films in British Columbia. So uh, very, very cool. And you can watch for that coming up in theaters, as she said, probably a year, a little over a year from now.